You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Beatrice Bakery. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I appreciate you guys hanging out on a Wednesday. Jay Foreman up next. And we'll see how uh, how those two hours play out. <laughs> Jay's got a couple of days, man. Them wings is coming. <laughs> the wings is coming. So he, look. You have to run. You have to chase chase, chase Jay down. Um, I want to thank the mayor. And I want to thank Trey McGowan's uh, both for stepping up and showing up. It's a thing that matters. It's a jam. <laughs> it's a jam. That's new edition. Well, that's actually Bell Bib DeVoe. And then New Edition performs it. They're going on tour. I'm actually they're, they're they're doing a residence in Vegas. I'm so going. I'm so going. Apparently I'm gonna spend a lot of time in Vegas because Adele's doing a, a residence and New Edition's doing a residence in Vegas. So that's gonna happen. That's kinda gotta happen. Um What's the movie? About last night. <laughs> About last night. Um, difficult to watch and even harder to understand. Um, there's a part of me that wants to be able to understand why a thing happens the way that it does. And if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't add up to me, then, then I become more curious. And so this basketball team has made me more curious um, about what uh, what's going on and, and what these kids want. And again, they're five and five and they lost to Michigan. So, and every, people can forget, you know, your last year's debacle against Iowa, what happens and you regroup and you get up, do it again. Difference between having a 30 game season and a 12 game season. Um, you've got to get it together pretty quickly. And once you get in the quicksand, it's really hard to get out. Um, so we'll find out on Saturday uh, more about this team and whether they're, uh, whether they're able to get themselves out of quicksand because they're definitely in quicksand. And the thing about quicksand is the harder you fight, the deeper you go. Uh, slightly difficult. I mentioned yesterday, not having Matt Abdelmasi's presence on the bench would have an impact. Not having Trey McGowan's uh, in the game on the floor will have an impact. And the last run, I don't want to forget how competitive this team was in Raleigh. I don't want to forget um, how 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 they started. This, this team needs to find answers. And when you're not successful at the thing that you think you do well, um, it 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 rattles to the core. It rattles to the core. And I, you know, as Trey said, they'll get together and have conversations about what. Um, what they what they collectively need to do, but fan base needs to remember. Look, they they don't care more about it than the people who are playing. Like that's just those kids, those young men want to get it right. And yeah, I think it's important to point out how that the the level of success that the women are having. All right, different style of play. Now they went outside and they 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 took a chance. Amy Williams took a chance. Bringing Jess Shelley and have her come in when Sam Hybe was the de facto point guard, and then Jazz to move into that space, and Ashley Scoggin. I mean, she's playing a shooting guard, but the reality is, yeah, she's a spacer. It's necessary. 
And they've got a, a, a deep bench of players who will come in, and each player does something well. Um, I don't think any of them do everything well, but they don't have to. They come in and they jump into their assigned roles and accept their assigned task, and they get it done. And we need to highlight it. And people need to remember, like, Amy Williams has been through the ringer. Like, there are folks that wanted her out of here. So at 9-0, and we're starting to get national attention where your players are playing at a much higher level than, than expected. I mean, we, I, I would think that we assumed that she, Jess Shelley could play. We not sure. We didn't think she would be number two in rebounding. At least I didn't. Your leading scorer, number two rebounder. Uh, she's either the first or second in assist. And they have depth, right? They'll run that second group out there and, and will compete. Like, they found a way to battle. And to win a game that they would have lost last year. Like, that's what it is. And the style of play matters. It does. Probably more so in, in, in some of those spaces where those young ladies play uh, at, a, at, a, at a high efficiency rate. Those young ladies know what shots they can make. They know what shots to take. There's a metric that was put out this morning. Nice story. I should probably share it on, on, on Twitter. I'll do that on the break. But it talks about uh, new offense and the metric, like the, the, the basic basketball math that you, you, know, you really shouldn't be shooting uh, mid-range shots and it should be threes and, 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 and layups. And the metric changes all that and says, well, listen, quite frankly, what good teams are doing, what great teams are doing, is allowing people to shoot shots that they can actually make. <laughs> and it's better when great players take shots that they can make. That might be the actual definition of the great player is the fact that the shots that he actually takes, he has a high percentage of efficiency in making those shots. This Nebraska team right now doesn't know which shot it should take. It doesn't know which shot it, it can make because it had, they haven't seen him go down. And until they get comfortable seeing the ball go through the hoop, all the other stuff is a breakdown. All the other stuff is a problem. Rebounding becomes you slump your shoulders a little bit and you try to get through. Defending is a little bit tougher when you, you're not contributing on both sides of the ball. And these players all need to contribute. Every player on the floor has to contribute offensively and defensively. They've got to contribute on the boards, offensively and defensively. They've got to figure out how to put the ball in the basket offensively. And how to stop people from putting into the basket. And whatever whatever scientific phenomenon there is for every team that comes into PBA shooting the lights out in Nebraska, not being able to throw it into the water from the pier, I, I'm going to need some science behind that. Because it doesn't make sense. It, there's zero logic to it. But it is a statement of fact. This team is having a really difficult time shooting the ball. And granted, I'll say that Michigan shot the lights out. Michigan hasn't shot that well all year. And it sucks because teams come here who haven't shot well, and then they'll light it up. It sucks. But I'm not going to say that Michigan didn't play tails off. I mean, they were 9 of 18 from 3 at, at halftime. <laughs> like they tore it up. And Nebraska didn't have answers. And you can't get new players now. It's too late. So you'll have to make do with the ones you have. Uh, from the text line, DP, uh, like in football, those close losses hurt bad because each program needs a signature win 
which NC State could have been to get the momentum rolling, and it's contagious. Let's hope one of these men's teams gets it uh, to, to fall as they both deserve a W. The one thing that we can all agree on is that we are all rooting for them to get it right. And that's the starting point for all discussions going forward. We'll throw the break. When we come back, old school Jay Foreman on 93.7 The Ticket. 